0: This. 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 This is, is mythical. mythical. Welcome to Ear Biscuits, I'm Link.
1: And I'm Rhett. This week at the round table of dim lighting, you boys <laughs> are talking to <laughs> each Yumbos. other again. Uh, we're gonna be going down the rabbit hole again, but it'll be a different rabbit hole. Who knows where the conversation will take us. We don't know if we're always going to do this. In fact, I can promise you that we're not always going to do this, but we're gonna do it again
0: this week. I promise you that you can't pin us down in any rabbit's hole. That's right. Or in in oh, in, in, in going on, that, down w- rabbit's holes. Is that,
1: well, don't say rabbit's holes. Just say rabbit holes, because now you're right. talking, about, if we are talking about rabbit's holes, you're talking about orifices. rabbit's orifices. And we don't yeah, do that, yeah, we, I no, promise
0: you we're not gonna do that. I don't wanna picture of
1: that. You don't wanna picture of that. Um, I'm sure you can get a picture of that on the internet, but again, that's not the kind of thing that I ever searched for.
0: My front yard um, has all types of holes in it. Gophers? And pathways that have been plumped up from underneath. Gophers? And I believe it is gophers. And um, mm, I, you know I Googled. To, you, know, you know what to do, don't I you? I Googled what, to, what, what do gophers go for? If you want them to leave, how do you like get how them, do you to, lure how them? How out? do you get them to go? That's okay. why they're called gophers. Not and, true, but okay. And um, i i i got I got like a big um, screw top of some sort of. It looked like fertilizer, and you sprinkle it over your yard, and it's supposed to repel them. Gopher repellent. Gopher repellent don't work. Uh. Don't work because that was that was six months ago. And what that does, according to the internet, is it runs them into the, your neighbor's yard, and then they put they throw that stuff out, yeah, and then they run back into your yard. I, and you know, then the the landscape the, the, the person who mows the grass, they just mow the grass, and then they don't what they do is they don't walk across your lawn and mush down the gopher humps first. So you know what happens? Like with with the freshly mowed lawn, which looks great. I I have a little patch of grass in my front yard. It's a That's patch it. of grass. Um. The guy mows it in seven minutes. Yeah, especially, but it. I'm just asking everyone to take a t- few minutes to walk across it and push down the humps first, because he mows straight across. He gets short hairs there. It's gone. It's like dirt. All the way down to dirt. It just he. It's it's like someone tried to s- spell in some sort of gopher Sanskrit all over the like the front edge of my lawn. Well, have you thought that maybe dirt. they are con- trying to communicate with you? Have you like? Have you have you
1: just have you looked at the lawn and just deciphered I can't read anything? Go for Sanskrit. No, no, no. But just think about it for just one second. Just seriously, just go with me here. What if there are people? What if you know? I've always thought this. I, I've thought about this a million times. What if all of a sudden I wake up one day and I'm a gopher, not a gopher, but I would be like a squirrel or an insect? And how do I communicate? To my family and my friends, that yeah, I am that animal,
0: which is why you wrote about it way back. In that I'm a thoughtful guy, you talked about being an ant. Exactly, I thought you about actually it. thought about it for years. So, and if the, if and the, the, that didn't put it to bed. What
1: if those people? What if those are gophers? What if those p- gophers are people? Are they spelling anything? That's all I'm asking. Have you have you looked closely enough? Have you stepped back? Have you gotten a drone view of your oh, patch of grass? Idea.
0: You got to get a drone view. Well, I can't stand on the roof of my house. I'm not getting a drone. I, I, My experience with drones. You've been on the roof? I've been on the roof, but I didn't look down at the gopher Sanskrit. You gotta do that next time. I just looked out. I looked out. because it, I, Look at the mountain. Where all this is
1: leading, just so you know, I'm gonna say something that may be unpopular. Y- the only way to get rid of gophers, you gotta murder them. I'm just saying it. I'm just, they're pests, you gotta kill them. You know, I know it's unpopular, but the gophers are just, gonna, I mean, I guess there is some sort of catch and release but I mean, give me a break. They're gonna go, they're gonna do the same thing elsewhere and you may be like, well, the Govers have just as much right to the land as we do. Well, not really. We're humans, we're a lot smarter and more
0: capable, so. I mean, we've hemmed them in with uh, a concrete curb and yeah. sidewalkage stuff and I mean, if a you, house.
1: I, I'm not gonna argue with you if you wanna somehow flush them out like a cartoon with like a, like a hose and They come out on top of the the fountain of water and then you put them in a bag and take them someplace. Mm. If you wanted to go go through that trouble, that's great. But I'm gonna kill them if they're in my yard.
0: I'll put that on Vine. Oh, yeah, I mean, you you get the clicks. Vine's coming back. I heard about that. I'm gonna put it on Vine. Um, No, I'm not gonna do that. If I ate the gopher, would that redeem this whole conversation? I don't think you have to. I I I I rustled up the gopher and,
1: and we ate him. I mean, y- you would be so above reproach if you ate the gophers. You would be without blame if you killed and ate the gophers. But I think,
0: I think this is a, almost an insect situation. And like, use the pelts for like clothing for my youngest child. That, you
1: know what? You might be onto something. How Lando ma- goes to how second many, grade. How and many like gophers gopher make pelts. a pair of
0: pants? Well, how many gophers make all that tunnelage in my front yard? I'd say at least twenty. I think gopher, twenty gophers. You think gopher skin is thick enough to make pants out of? Well, in in, in, in L.A., you can make some shorts. I think make you, a t-shirt.
1: Uh, you might make a pair of underwear. <laughs> gopher gopher thongs. <laughs>
0: Ooh, you, does the fur go on the inside or the outside of a gopher thong? Uh, I think you probably could do both. Why am I asking you? Like you like you know? I've got some fur thongs. <laughs> I've got some. I've got some fur thong thoughts. I've got some thoughts on fur
1: thongs. So what we're saying is is that you are, for the step one is you go on the roof and you make sure they're not humans that have been somehow trapped in gopher bodies and they're trying to communicate with you and you're their only hope because if they're humans, we got we can't just kill them and eat them.
0: But if you determine that they're not humans. Now if, it, that, if that happened, I would take a picture and I'd put it on Reddit. You yeah. gotta know where these things go. If you're gonna put a hose in there and a gopher's gonna pop out, well, that's gonna go on the new vine. You gotta get a really powerful hose though, like but it, a fireman's hose. But if but if I take a, an aerial shot and something is spelled out by a gopher like, gophers are humans too. That's a like, Reddit that's situation. That's a Reddit situation, which I've, I've, I've started getting into Reddit. Well, I've been there for a while. I'm looking for you now, because I'm on there. I'm, um, not, I'm not an active poster or commenter I got a new phone it, you know I'm not an active phone i'm user. a lurker' I'm like, I, I'm
1: like a gopher of reddit
0: but I was like I should out of guilt I should put an app on my phone to uh, to just experience phone entertainment which is not entertainment which i consider like YouTube videos. That's what we are, entertainers. You downloaded a game? Is that what you're? Is this what you're saying? No, I down. I looked. I was like looking on the app store, and then Reddit was recommended for some reason because I think they revamped the app, um, a a few months ago. They -hmm. were touting it. I was like, you know what? I've heard of this Reddit. Yeah, the front page of the internet, if you will. Yeah, I mean, they will. That's what they. We had the freaking inventor of Reddit. On the air biscuits. Alexis Ohanian, who now is married to
1: Serena Williams,
0: one of the greatest athletes of all time. Yeah, crazy.
1: They have a baby together. Well, that, yeah. that guy sat right here. That guy signed this freaking table that we're sitting
0: at right now. And I never even went on his website. And I didn't. I don't think I told him that. No, no. Maybe I did. I did. I, did. <laughs> I probably did. I don't remember that conversation. I'll have to listen to it, or you can listen to it and that's, tweet at that's me. That's one degree away from Serena Williams. Link. Yeah. Think about that. Um, so now, I guess I can I can strike up conversations with them because I'm on Reddit. Um, and I'll do that sometimes before I'm going to sleep, and I know I'm developing a bad habit. Uh, oh, don't yeah, don't do that. Don't be surfing the interwebs on Reddit right before you go to right bed. before I doze that, off. It's a horrible habit. I'm trying to remember the last thing. The thing that strikes me is the tone with which people comment on reddit it is such a specific type of conversation like it's no, elevated no matter what you well it's re, i would say it's refined to be a very specific thing it's um it's it's got to be funny like if you click on anything like if it's cute, if it's interesting, if it's an infinite loop of something that's perfectly looped, that's my favorite thing on Reddit right now, like perfectly looped mini videos or gifs or whatever they happen to be i'm such an I'm such an out of touch uncle, here. yeah, I can see that. um but if I click on it, or like a weird animal video, like the the first comment that I'm gonna read is going to be something that is funny but in a very specific way like snarky and adding something to it it's not it's not anything like and i didn't know this i mean i if you're on reddit i know this is obvious to you listener and it's just it's just part of your dna if you're a redditor but do you know what i'm talking about like the snarky smart um lots of times cynical but it's like okay, yeah, what's posted is funny, but what I'm writing underneath it is also funny and I know stuff. And I, I'm I'm adding, yeah. I, and then I, I'm talking about it. I'm talking about things that I know and like. But I would say that while that's true, it's
1: also. Or trolling people. It's, per, it's pertinent more often than not. It, contrast it with a YouTube commenter, okay?
0: Well, a lot of YouTube commenters, they can just comment on something frivolous. Well, because they're or seeing it, well, you it's know, like, it's because not, they're
1: seeing something. I don't know. I, I guess there are videos too, but you don't have anybody talk about the color, the type of shirt that somebody has on. Like we've already gotten comments about your jacket, just to, just so you know, on the, the, on the video version, the video of version podcast. of this, which is now on the Good Mythical Morning channel every Saturday, right? Um, we've already gotten comments about your jacket, right? Mm-hmm. I'd say there are. There's a half a do- there's a dozen or more comments about your jacket already. Mm-hmm. And then there's comments about the comments about your jacket. There's thumbs up. Where did Link get his jacket? I love Link's jacket. And You know what? It's a fine jacket. I am admiring the jacket. I'm glad you got the jacket. But You're glad I got the jacket? But um, I would n- I would never personally comment about th- right. the jacket. Uh, on a YouTube video because it, it seems like, well, why don't I just talk about the, why don't I comment on the, the subject matter of the video? I think that actually, the, the substantive parts of the video, even a dumb v- video like we make a lot of dumb videos. But I, but on Reddit, you're not gonna get a comment about the jacket, you're gonna get a comment about the thing that is the post is about. Um, and then people may take issue with certain things, but that's why I said I feel like it's a slightly ele- elevated conversation. That isn't and there's also not a lot of self promotion. Uh, there's not like a lot of come and subscribe to my channel or the, the the. I see so many comments now on YouTube videos like, "Hey, you scrolling through the comments, you're beautiful just the way you are." I mean, come come <laughs> give me a freaking break. I mean, honestly, I, I oh really? Because yes. I'm like,
0: oh thank you. No, I no I don't <laughs> care for that. Yeah, it's it's I I'm not I compla- don't care for that. Don't get me wrong, I'm not. Complaining. You don't know the person's beautiful. <laughs> Who's reading it? I'm not complaining about Reddit comments, the, the, I'm agreeing with you. The and person I do li-
1: that you're saying is beautiful may be about to go out and commit a heinous crime. You don't know that they're beautiful? I'm not talking about physical beauty, I'm just talking about, you know, moral turpitude. Is that a word? I, Turpentine. It, I, what, what I'm saying is that, obviously uh, you can you can tell I'm, I'm ranting a little bit about the nature of YouTube comments, but I'm just saying that's one of the reasons I like to go uh, uh, so you're saying the Reddit, Reddit. comments
0: are refreshing? Uh, I don't know if I'm to that point. I'm fascinated by them. I am not annoyed by them. But like, there's there's like, there was an animal clip because I think I followed one of these like animal threads. Yeah, I got to have an animal thread and, um, or two or three. Is it a gopher thread? It was no. Is it, there there probably is a gopher? Well, thread. it was water, and then the top said, "Wait for it." And I'm like, well, wait for it. That's that's how you're gonna meme this thing. And then it's like something underneath the water and like like a high angle shot from like a phone, basically. A phone, man. For all I c for all I could care. And I'm like, Whoa, what is this creature? It's it's kinda it's kinda big. It's this like it's underneath the water, it's like a Loch Ness monster. This thing oh no, this thing's about to surface. It's like it's 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 crawling. No, it's swimming it's the Loch Ness Monster type of thing. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it emerges from the water in like a huge flamboyant way, and I realize it's the huge antlers of a moose. Oh gosh. And then it's a freaking entire moose just comes up, emerges out of the water, and it just freaked me out. I was like, I didn't see that coming. I'm glad I waited for it. Yeah, wait for <laughs> I'm it. glad you said wait for it, and then I'm like, I'm just learning Reddit so I just, I'm just i I'm gonna read the comments about this like, are, you know, and on YouTube, what would the comments be? Whoa, a moose, I like that moose's shirt. <laughs> <laughs> or like. That moose is, <laughs> That moose is awesome. That moose is beautiful. You're oh, just as beautiful as that moose. Oh, Subscribe to me, I've got moose videos. And I don't know enough about God, how it Reddit it. works, that maybe that's happening and those are um, filtered out. But the first comment was um, was about someone talking about how, it was like a smart aleck comment about how um, the number one predator of a moose is uh, an orca. Orca. A killer whale. Killer whale. Shamu, if you will. And then somebody came in there and said, well, um, moose have been known to been to uh, have been killed by Whales, but the primary predator of moose are wolves on land. And you know, so it's like someone who knows some stuff is, is, uh, is coming in there and saying stuff, and I'm like, ooh, now they're getting into it. And then I, like, lo and behold, 15 minutes later, I'm still reading the comments, and now the conversation is strictly about wolves. You would not, <laughs> more specifically, you would not believe how big a wolf is. Yeah, okay. Like that's the specific now, thread Okay, now. so that's a little contradictory to what I said, saying that, that it's, it's on topic. It's not on topic, but, but that, it's fascinating that something about um, a, a swimming moose, literally the whole thread was imp- impassioned people talking about encounters they've had with wolves and how, quote, big they are. Like wolves you, are bigger than you. You would, you would, you would believe not believe how, how big a big wolf, a wolf is. is. And I'm just like just my thumb just can't keep up with this conversation. And you know what? I'm 20 minutes into a thread about how big wolves are and how they, you know. And it made you a better person. Just face it. And how it's like, well, maybe you've seen a dog. That looks like a wolf. Okay, you don't you don't have to re, but you don't have to
1: recreate. That the is thread not here. a wolf because incidentally, Segway, That's what we're going to do. And we're not going to talk about wolves. We it might come back to how big wolves are, but uh, we are going to essentially do the same thing. We're going to start a conversation and then we're going to go into the rabbit hole, uh, wherever the thread might lead. Uh, but first, Ear Biscuits is supported by Pro Flowers. You know what's coming up. You know what's around the corner. It's Valentine's Day and this is something that we got to be ready
0: for link. Oh yeah. We got to be ready for it. We're j- jockeying for position. Oh. You know, I'm I'm trying to figure out <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm trying to figure out what you're doing. You're trying to figure out what I'm doing? Oh, you think this is respect- a competition between the two? No, you know it's which? just we know that they talk and we got you you it's got to be It has to be done correctly. We got to be on on the level, but there's certain there's certain things that we both know we have to do. Well, One of those things
1: is regardless of what other type of situation I work out with a dinner or a night out or whatever, Uh the thing that I know I'm always going to do is flowers. Flowers. Me too. you have got to get the flowers right because you can get the flowers wrong. I've gotten the flowers wrong in the past. I've made bad decisions. I've gotten flowers that didn't last long. One time I got a potted plant, that was a bad idea. You don't do the potted plant. No, sir, that's not as romantic
0: as flowers. Uh Uh-huh, and you know what? An exclusive Valentine's Day bouquet from Pro Flowers is a perfect way to make a big impression and the right impression. It is the right choice. Pro Flowers thought inside the box, so you can too. Your flowers are boxed fresh and delivered fast so that they will last surprisingly longer, seven days at least. Choose a delivery date, and it's guaranteed making you look good which let's, let's be honest, that's the goal, right? <laughs> no, you wanna convey your love and the flowers are gonna do that. And right now, you can send a bouquet to your Valentine and save 20% off a purchase of $29 or more. To get that 20% off of your purchase of $29 or more, go to
1: proflowers.com today and use our code EAR, E-A-R, in the special
0: codes box at checkout. That's proflowers.com and code EAR. Earbiscus is also supported by mattress firm. You know Drake's new song. He released two fresh new tracks. Right, I don't know if you've heard them. But, yes. it, but in one of them, he says, "There's only two things that I love, and one of those is his bed." And I'm like, you know what? That's insightful. Yeah, he, the other one. The other one is his mom. Now I don't. I love more things than that. So, I, but he's only I think, got room for two. It, yeah. That. I mean, I'm not. I'm not going to judge you, Drake. But I, I. think he's onto something in we loving his bed. You know, you're listening. His bed. <laughs> And you know who else knows that beds are important? Mattress Firm.
1: That's right, Mattress Firm, America's neighborhood mattress store, they let you stretch your budget further when you're looking for ways to improve your sleep, but they are more than just mattress experts. They have the whole package that helps you transform your mattress into a bed from adjustable bases and sheets to headboards and bedroom decor. They even offer you a 120 night sleep trial to ensure perfection and a 120 night low price guarantee so you know you paid the perfect price.
0: So go to mattressfirm.com podcast to see what deals are happening right now Again, go to mattressfirm.com slash podcast to learn how your sleeping could be monumentally improved. And if you don't believe me, ask Drake. And now on with the biscuit. You know what I need? Everything that it takes to make my breakfast smoothie. This morning. Okay. Well, uh, mm. can, you want to talk about that no, right now? I just, I just want to, I want to get it out of my system. I promise I won't take more than sixty seconds. But I just want you to know. I bet you. $60, you'll take more than 60 seconds because you
1: can't speak about something for less than a minute.
0: 30 seconds, oh look who's talking. All of my ingredients, I had them and I made the smoothie and they all ran out at the same time, like the spinach and the protein powder and the uh, the peanut butter and the frozen blueberries. You know, I make it the same every single morning. I, oh really? I put the recipe in the in the Mythical Newsletter way back if you're a subscriber so you can drink along with me, the breakfast of champions. And it just felt, it felt great to know I was out of things but that's then I, 30 could, seconds. I could get it in time to not be out of it in the morning. But to have it all end at the same time and go in the trash can was like the best feeling I've had all day. My day started off great for that reason. Is that it? That's it, see? Okay, that's a the best. 50
1: seconds. Okay, um, here is a envelope, or an envelope. It's a different the envelope. the people who use correct grammar say. But I like, I, don't, I you know, the whole a and thing seems unnecessary to me. Mark Ham, oh gosh, this is Mark Hamill posing as a person with a shorter name. Mark Ham. What really happens to all the things that you lose over your lifetime? What would you do if at the end of your life someone gave you a box full of all that stuff? All the stuff you lose over your lifetime. Whoa, 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 whoa. Now, the first part of the question is, mm, many different answers to that, but this, this proposition of having a box with all the things that you've lost, Well, the first thing that I think about, of course, is socks because this is fresh on the mind. Fresh on the mind? You're looking for a sock? Well, you may remember, shout out to Rhett MC on Instagram, that's me. (laughs) Gosh, Uh, that's gross, man. Yeah. Um, Reddit would burn you for that. Podcast rules are different, man. Uh, Anyway, it's a really good Instagram feed where I happen to post all my pictures. (laughs) Um, you may recall one of my
0: uh one of my non selfie posts. You didn't want me to talk about my smoothie experience so that you could <laughs> promote your own instagram again um
1: was a collection well actually what happened was what had happened was is my wife uh had decided that we were going to um she she's like we're gonna do sock matching time every week.
0: Every week she's scheduling, uh, what? I'm like, oh, fun, 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 sock matching time. She said every week we're gonna get together and we're gonna bring our socks and we're gonna match them up. She she just had it in her mind that
1: it would be a fun family activity if we were to take all the socks and all four of us were to descend on this pile of socks like a pack of wolves I told you it would come back to wolves you wouldn't believe, believe how, how big a, big a wolf, wolf is. is a lot bigger than a dog
0: the legs are super long even if it's you like breed, two or three dogs even if you like there's some breeds of dogs which are v- much more closer related related to wolves but they're still nowhere near that the size of a wolf That's true
1: that's not true they're I'm not quoting more, a redditor I'm they're not, not more closely related they're just they're they're just they have been less altered by artificial selection but they're not more closely, I mean, I guess maybe you yeah, could use of that course. term. I of mean, it's, course, but yeah. it's not like they're relatives, it's not like they have a family reunion and they come back and say, we're closer to the wolves.
0: Evolutionarily speaking, mm. that's, you're th- some dogs are further down a tree than others, man. It's not really a tree if it's,
1: you're talking about artificial selection versus natural selection. Dogs are the way dogs are because of artificial selection, not natural selection.
0: Well, but but in terms of drawing a tree, it doesn't, that's still. It doesn't make a difference. You, you,
1: who's drawing a tree?
0: I am, and I'm saying when man takes over the process of evolution, it's still a branch on the same tree. And it's in the further, a wiener dog is further away from a wolf when like a Siberian It's husky. like one of those
1: cell phone towers that looks like a tree. Yes. Anyway, she thought it would be a good idea for us to descend on this pile, and she's like, everybody pair your socks up and then take them to your room. I think you're just describing laundry. Did everybody bring their- yeah, She tried to make it seem like a party. and, oh. I, and Halfway through <laughs> I realized it wasn't a party. <laughs> halfway through I realized there's nothing fun about this at all. But after I had paired all my socks and the kids had paired their socks and my wife had paired her socks, we were left with a collection of- Rogues. Rogue socks. And uh, I arranged them in a perfect square and took a picture, uploaded it to RMC on Instagram and uh it wasn't one of my most liked posts ever or anything but uh it was pretty artful but what i said that time and this is this is a while ago i mean maybe a year I don't know, a year ago is that i was like we got to do something about these socks i was like first of all i know i don't do really do the laundry and so i can only i i can't really say too much but i was like it can't be this hard to keep up with the socks it's like every time i even begin to broach that a little bit, my wife just gets very agitated. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I can't really go there. But I was like, uh, we gotta get rid of these rogue socks. It's like, we gotta get them out of the mix. Because she's like, well, but they turn up. She's like, the socks eventually turn up and then you can make the pairs. Right, right, right. But I'm like, if they don't turn up after two or three cycles, they they're gone. Lost until the end of your life. So we came up with you're the you're given the box. Right, so we came up with the idea to start over, sock ground zero. And actually, last night. Last night? Well, the other night, I went on
0: Amazon and, and me and the boys picked out socks. And me and, me and Locke picked. Hey, who- boys, let's have my version of a sock party, <laughs> which is just buying a bunch of new socks indiscriminately. No, 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 no. It was. So the the new system is. I'm intrigued by this. All the socks are the same. Mm-hmm. My
1: socks and Locke's yes. socks are the same. In same exact. Same exact socks. So well, he's a man now. So or you're a boy now. Yeah. Either way, young at heart. Either way, we share socks. Yep. So there's none of this like Locke socks, red socks. Shepard's smaller. He gets his own sock. Locke and I decided on. Well, I'll show you.
0: I see where you're going with this. As you are you you're pulling up a f- sock.
1: No. Not, okay. not a sponsor, Dickies. D- this is actually a work sock. But you know what? I'm working all the time. And uh, it's, it's it's just a it's, thick black sock with a white gray bottom and then bottom. it says Dickies. Dickies right there on the toe. It's kinda hard to see that part. You don't have to see it to
0: believe it. And how, is that a crew sock? What are we talking about? I, a, I couldn't see a, the yeah, top h- Half-calf crew, yeah. Crew sock.
1: Yeah, right, you know, it's, it's down right now but you know. And uh, it's a, it's an affordable sock, that was that was goal number one,
0: and I go I like black socks because basically what you're saying is between two people in your house, you're you know you've bought a whole bunch of socks and then they all go together. It's just you know you just find two and they automatically go together. There's no searching. Yeah, yeah. And Shepard got gray socks, so they're different. And yeah. then Jesse just kept her socks
1: because leave her totally different. Is. So.
0: So then last For night. Her,
1: socks is like a form of expression. All right? the socks came in a box, a socks box. And I got them out. of socks. And I was like, <laughs> this is gonna be incredible. Now this is a frickin' sock party. Let's take these socks out, let's put them in our drawers. And I mean, not our pants, but you know, the drawers. And let's put, let's throw all the other socks away. Or let's give the socks to Goodwill, whatever. And so then. You're giving, you're giving one. No, 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 no. Like odd no, 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 out no, 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 socks? No. One socks, trash. Old pairs of socks that don't fit the new system, which is all my socks are the same, the same as locks and Shepherd's socks are yeah, all the yeah. same. Get thrown out. Get give, given away. Now, yes, but but she wouldn't go for this. What? Speaking of gophers, I knew we'd come back to gophers because you would not believe she how big a gopher. Would, she saw these socks and she these Nike black socks, and she was like, "Well, we can, we gotta keep. We, we can just keep these." They're I was like, socks. but they're not Dickies. They're, they're paired together. They're nice. They ruin the system because now all of a sudden there's going to be a rogue Nike sock
0: swimming in the Dickies. I don't think maybe she might have tuned out at some point during your party. Yeah. So because there's. I didn't you, yeah. succeed. It's, oh, it's not all Dickies. No. Now you're sneaking socks and taking them out of the. In house. my drawer, the, it's the all, Nikes have to go. I'm wi- i I. Well, I'm I, a little th- upset about this. I'll throw them away later. I mean, she won't even know. She won't even know the sock phantom can come. So that that's how I've solved this problem in my house. I got a few follow up questions. Are you telling me you've committed to a crew sock, length sock? Because it, what about a no show? Because I think that's pretty important. Okay, I'm if glad it you was asked. if it was me, I would have said, you know what? Right now at this juncture of my life, even at this point in in my, I'll just show. Look, I'll just show you here. <laughs> look at that black sock. Black pants, hairy, ankly, white strip in the middle is my flesh, because if I'm wearing a shoe, you can't tell that I'm wearing a sock. It's a no-show sock. Well, that's- You're familiar? That's a, and, and that's a, not quite, that's not a super
1: no-show. A super no-show no nope, is- No,
0: not a super no-show. It's just, it's well, given my shoes, it's a no-show.
1: Given the particular pair of shoes that
0: you have on right now. Yeah, I'm now. not wearing like a loafer or a penny loafer.
1: Penny loafer.
0: Of- um, now you, uh, but so that's that, that's what I would choose, and that's what I'm going to choose because I'm going to do this. Okay. Well, l- I don't, Let's all do this I, mythical beast. I don't want to throw a wrench into your sock party, but
1: let me just say, mm. I did also buy crew socks. No,
0: I, I mean um, I bought no-show white athletic socks. White for the gym time. That's risky because even that little peeking of white coming out is just cheap. You should have gotten black for those. But you didn't wanna you didn't want to mix it up with your with your longest the
1: only exactly,
0: exactly
1: Link. You yeah. you saw where I was going with this. They were white even though I would prefer them to be black. They were white so that they I had could, to be. So the sock party will be easier. Now let me also say I have an extreme no show sock uh from previous Decisions, right? That looks like a ballerina and slipper. It's basically this little gray thing that they sell at Urban Outfitters. You know, where if you, it's basically. If, it's any, not, if it's anybody, not, you don't want the, show, the socks to show. You don't want people to know that you even think about socks. That's called a no-no sock. Right. It's like yeah, and it barely fits around. I mean, it, it's the type of. It's sock
0: embarrassing to be caught with these socks on yeah, and nothing else. If you, if somebody sees you walking around in just those socks and no shoes, it just drains any masculinity that you may have have right out.
1: You have to have a backstory (laughs) for those. You have to have a story. My story is if I'm ever caught in those, I just say, they're therapeutic. (laughs) And then I just leave it at that. (laughs) Because people don't like to ask medical questions. For toe
0: circulation. They're like, oh, he's got a condition, I don't wanna ask about it. (laughs) <laughs> like like TSA, TSA gives you lucky like luck. oh, it's therapeutic. <laughs> these are my
1: therapeutic socks. Can I leave them on? I
0: mean, I signed up for pre-check just to avoid having to say anything about therapeutic socks. Right, because you want to wear them sometimes. Anyway, I kept those
1: uh, because those are so distinct. And I have uh, a two pairs of shoes. You know these shoes? Those little. Uh, they're actually a Timberland shoe that those little gray shoes that I have that are the almost cloth, the simplest shoe. It's like yeah, yeah, it's called yeah. like Earth something from Timberland. <laughs> and I love those shoes. I got a couple of pairs and you have to wear no socks. If you wear socks with those shoes, dorky time. Yeah, so you, 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 yeah it's <laughs> like clocking into dorky yeah. town.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, checking back in, sir. <laughs> but the- I'm sorry that you missed me for a few hours when I was wearing <laughs> no show socks, but I'm back in Darkie town where where's <laughs> where's my assignment sir uh, but the problem is is that my sh- my feet the lemonade concession
1: stand my feet
0: arnold sp- palmers 3 for a dollar <laughs>
1: sweat like you wouldn't believe you know i don't sweat under my arms i sweat from the i sweat from the ends i sweat from the hands the hands and the feet the extremities yeah i top of don't know something about the height and the centrifugal force Right. There's a, there's a lot of there's a you lot of swing, leverage. You swing the sweat out of your extremities. Right. And uh, so anyway, I kept those. They're easy to keep up with. And then I kept my dress socks, but they're 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 polluting the drawer. So I took all the dress socks because I never wear dress socks unless we do something where you have to wear dress socks. And so I took the dress socks. I put them in a shoe box put it in the top of the closet for that special time when you need
0: to dress pull socks. out a dress sock and so you I, never will buy that. That's the, way. the system so far. You might as well burn that box or give it to the Goodwill. You'll never access that box. I don't believe you. I think I will. Ah. I'm only one day in though. I started wearing dressier socks cuz I would um we you know, I have dress socks cuz I get a new pair every time we would go on Fallon because people, you know, you throw your leg up and then you expose the sock and then Ew. people will comment on it. We right? gotta do the, double, again, le- it's the that, double leg thing. It's that YouTube comment thing. You guys wanna, we post, hey look, we were on the Tonight Show and you're like, let me comment about your socks. Yeah, we feed you know? right into we it. We feed right into it. We should wear Dickies it. next time. And, um, and talk about it yeah. and not get paid. Yeah. But hopefully there will be a next time. You know, we had that falling out with Jimmy last time we were in there. Yeah, I know, you said that thing about, yeah. Yeah, no, (laughs) we're just joking. (laughs) Jimmy, you know we're joking. Uh, And we know you're listening. That's right. You won't believe how big a wolf is. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Just trying trying to. Gophers are people too. I mean, we got a couple of things we could throw on T-shirts already. Gophers may be people too. You wouldn't Gophers are people too. Yeah, that's probably a better shirt. Write it is an aerial view. Looks this like is a the go- shirt design. It's a front yard. It's, a front it's your yard. patch of grass. Yeah, it's my patch of grass, and then it's spe- and then the the gophers have done it. So anyway, mm. when I open my sock drawer and I see those dress socks, it's kind of like a timeline of like pleasant memories that I've had with Jimmy Fallon. Honestly, yeah, yeah. And I I'm kind of attached to those. And then Christy got me a pair of camouflage socks that have little wiener dogs on them that look like jade. And I'm pretty. Atta- those are, I call those my favorite socks.
1: Oh no! But you also got some from a from a mythical beast.
0: Yep. And then a mythical beast um, on tour, in the meet and greet line, gave me and you, you too. You got a pair. We I, each got a pair of socks with an actual printed picture of our dogs on them. So I have yeah. Jade's face on my on my socks. Yeah. The people who follow the Red MC Instagram
1: account know about my Barbara socks. And
0: those those socks are important to me too. Um, Christy was mad, by the way, when I brought those home because she said, I was gonna get you some of those for your Christmas stocking. Uh, she had a sock party planned. She had, Yeah, she had to cancel it. But even, so I've got all these special dress socks up there but then I keep is looking it, for these black, in? the top drawer. The, you, the one closest to my face. Is it all socks in there or do you got different, how do you, how do you separate the dress socks from the regular socks? There's an organizer on the left side and it's got like little. You have a
1: dress. You have an organizer in the drawer. In the drawer,
0: yeah, and in that. And Should have known that. There's like a lighter, and there's like a candle or two. This is my bedroom. You know, you gotta have. You have a candle in the sock drawer. It's a candle lighter slash sock drawer. Okay. There's a couple of there's a couple of receipts. There's a receipt area in there. Your socks don't smell like candles. What if they do? That could be That's worse. A bonus. Now if your candles smell like socks, then you got a prob. So I'm running over your system here and I'm, and but I'm compelled because every time I open the drawer, I see all these socks that are special to me, but I'm always looking for mm. the black, mm-hmm. like little socks, like the ones I just showed you. Yeah, and your like, default socks. The, yeah, and they're hardly ever there. Right. And like a while back, I bought a whole slew of them mm. and I was like, they'll all be the same and I can, put them together but then Lincoln's socks he I think all of my socks have slowly migrated either to like the the upside down or they're in Lincoln's drawers mm. because somebody else who's organizing the socks thinks that they're all his you have to so you're really honest well, your something
1: your wife with, if your wife is is the one
0: who handles that you just have to say this is my sock I pair a lot of socks Lincoln pairs a lot of socks too but I think you're right that I gotta combine forces with my with my oldest son. Yeah, his foot's big enough now. Yeah. He's got a daddy foot now. He's got a wide foot. Um so I'm I'm really open to this, but I don't know what to do with all my special socks. Uh, uh did you just say mm-hmm. cut bait? I just think that I uh, how I, long are we gonna talk I, about what we're gonna do with our socks?
1: I don't know. I think we can talk about it for a long time. <laughs> the socks um <laughs> The specialty it's a good it's a good system. Specialty socks. I thought about this as I put the Barbara socks into the shoebox, which you say will never see the light of day. Yeah. I thought to myself, it is possible that I will forget about this box of special socks, and you know what? I'm okay with that because here, 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 here's ultimately what I'm doing here. I am eventually going to wear the same thing every day and I'm starting with the socks. Right, we've talked about this. And there's absolutely no doubt in my mind that wearing exactly the same thing every day is the preferred way to dress. I mean, there is absolutely, you cannot talk me out
0: of this. Steve Jobs was a smart man. Very, yes. very creative guy, but you know what? It's a decision he, he didn't wanna devote he did not his make, mind to. And I, I haven't read or talked to him about that decision. Uh, but a lot of people th- on on
1: who, who do that. A lot of people who make a lot of decisions do that because they want it to. They don't want to start their
0: day with a lame decision like "What am I going to wear?" Here's a here's a caveat though. I was told by someone who had personal interactions with Steve Jobs recently that he would walk around um, work with turtleneck tennis shoes. And cut off jean shorts Ooh. frequently. Had you ever heard this about Steve Jobs? Well, until you got to cut off jeans, I I was yeah, seeing this uniform, the exact same uniform except the cut off shorts form. And like, well, man's got to have shorts, not jean shorts, but like je- the jeans that you would normally the see him pleated in for the jeans key- that keynote. he
1: typically had on.
0: Cut with scissors. Simple. Efficient, just like an Apple computer. It's like everything that I, I wear the same thing every day, the only problem is sometimes I wish I was wearing shorts. Solution, I'm gonna cut the jeans, and he did that. It is the
1: most immediate solution. when, when, When the only thing you're thinking about is efficiency, the first thing you do is you just cut the jeans. You don't get another type of clothing.
0: I stand by it, I think it's a great idea. I'm nervous, I mean what, our comments would just go away. Oh, no, 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 we can't. No yeah.
1: I'd have to, here's the thing, I'd have to use, I'd have to dress up, like a dressing up to be a character to
0: do our show. But then in my everyday life, I would be wearing the same thing. So I'm not We, tr- keep, we do keep, this is a fond topic of ours because we do go back to it a lot. Uh, I'll add a data point for me which is, um, I don't know how I acquired some like legitimate sweatpants, and I think this is what you talked about you would ultimately wear sweatpants on on like a podcast that we did probably. Um and I went a whole day just wearing those sweatpants, and I actually went out in public with them on and everything. and I'm like, you know, I've seen pictures of Kanye coming out of the going in and out of the studio and people are talking, about, "Look, Kanye is smiling. 2018 is going to be amazing." And he's wearing just sweatpants, yeah, what I'm like, man, if Kanye can do it, he's a fashion icon, he's an everything icon to me. What kind of sweatpants? Just think of the most normal sweatpants, like nothing fashionable at all about them. The bottom is just has that stringy thing, like it doesn't have like the fancier cuff Like, none of that, but i I am. I really admire what you've done with your socks. Uh, well, I appreciate it.
1: <laughs> now, but let's get back to Mark Ham's question. If all those socks. All, all the socks that I, that don't have pairs, are they? If they came back at the end of your life, that's the no, thing no, but, that throws but, but, me. Where, but where? What, what do you think? Do you think that, okay, and I'm talking like, we're talking I'm th- 30 to 40 socks, easy. In a lifetime? No, right now in Yeah, my right house. now. Are all the other socks, in my house in different places. What percentage of the socks are in my house and where are they in my house? And if I had to, if somebody came to me and said, we're gonna burn your house down if you don't find every one of these socks in the next 24 hours, what methods would I employ to find them and where would would they be?
0: You you might as well be asking me to cure cancer right now. I mean, it's like, that is freaking, it's not fair, man. That's not a fair question. Well, That's I mean, like I, I got can a couple you, of guesses. Like, what's the key to world peace? Like, no, no, but what? Where is? The, where are the socks? No, I mean, no. There is no answer. There's no answer. Yeah, yeah, but there are answers. Okay, I'm gonna try. Let's think of some possibilities. First of all, eighty-seven percent of the time, if if you look at any one unmatched sock, eighty percent certainty that that other sock is in the house like if there was a tracker on it you would you would it would be you you could even hear I'd, it, it would
1: I I'd go above 95%. 95% 95% of all socks are still in the house. <sighs> and then of that 95%, my theory is that 50% of those are in the laundry room. <laughs> probably behind the wa- the washing machine. At least in my house. They're under the washing machine. They're behind the washing machine. Like I'd say, there's. I, I'm, so in my case, we're talking fifteen to twenty individual socks, probably in the laundry room. And like when the when when whenever they, we, we, they, we they,
0: change they, the, the the washer, well, there. The future. I think this an, it's an equal distribution. Like if you if you look at the if you look at the life cycle of a sock, at every place where there's a transfer, okay, then there's a there's a big chance that there's gonna be a separation. There's gonna be like a Todd and Copper situation. You know? They're gonna, one of them's gonna grow up, one is gonna have to go away for the summer, is gonna come back, and the other one's gonna be growing up and they can't be friends anymore. Who's Todd and Copper? You know, Fox and the Hound. Oh. You take off your socks. You throw them in the dirty clothes. But one of them misses the hamper. It's behind the hamper. And then, Pick up the hamper, and then it, it 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 scoots under the the mat, or it's you know it they've they're separated, they are they're in different ecosystems. Does Jade get cycles. Does Jade get your socks?
1: Uh, no. Barbara is often seen with in a our house just walking around with a sock in her mouth. <laughs> I mean, there she goes. I mean, so she is she's the X factor, man. Oh yeah, a dog
0: is an X. A dog that likes to put socks in her mouth. Cause then that's when an X you, factor, yeah, oh yeah, that I mean you, that's crazy. When you, cause even without the dog, then you take the hamper. If they're both in the hamper and you dump it out before you're gonna put it in, you maybe you you pull it out of the hamper and you're throwing everything or trying to sort stuff to go into the washing machine, and then you know things are getting separated there. You pull stuff out of the washing machine and you're immediately just gonna throw it in that dryer and you're grabbing the biggest hunks of clothes you can in order to like only do it in three goes. And what's gonna fall to the ground? One of the socks. And then it's going to get pushed under. Or it's going, you know, depending on if you're so a top load or a front up. load. It's like, I've thought about all this, and it's just folly. You, you've done a good <laughs> thing. You've you've sidestepped all of it. You know, there's going to be an, there's a sock attrition rate. You know, you're you're constantly. It's like skin cells; they're just dying. Right. And you know what? You don't need to stop and think about saving them. You got to move forward. Just you got to right live up. with the skin you got. No. Live in the skin you're in, not the skin that's
1: falling off. Now, were you a part of this conversation? Uh, it, it was either a, a show or a podcast or I don't know. And maybe we talked about you it on- I just don't know if I was there. Uh, on Good Mythical Morning. But I- was, I, I was probably there. there. There is a guy who insists on, ha- he believes that there's a right sock and a left sock. <laughs> He believes that there's a sock for your right foot and a sock for your left foot. Now, he understands that socks are not made for right feet and left feet. I mean, there
0: are some specialty socks that are made, obviously toe socks. I, I w- I've never heard contributed or been a a part of okay. or, or glanced at this conversation. So this is a fact. There is a dude, uh, I think it was probably on one of these
1: like, ridiculous reality shows where it was like something a couple was arguing like over. Like Big it, Brother or something? N- you no, know, like, I'm talking like a like a Dr. Phil type of thing, you know, where it's like, <laughs> this man. Springer. Insists on wearing his socks on his left and his right foot and his wife wants to kill him because of it. <laughs> on the next, Dr. Phil. But the, um, he, here's what he did. He, what? he He, no, no, he believed that once he wore a sock. It became that. It oh. stretched to it oriented, fit. It oriented. It oriented, oriented itself as a right foot or left foot. And He swore up and down that he could put on her left foot for the right foot and he would know. So he made his wife label <laughs> his socks right and left and I think he went as far, so you had to match. Don't the, bring your wife into this. You I had, mean you label had, your own dang sock. You had to match the pair but then you had, then it had to be the right and the left. And so, I mean, this was, it's absolutely nuts. But, so you haven't heard of that before. But that but that guy, when he loses, see, I've gone completely to the opposite end of the spectrum, where I'm not even, it's not, I'm not just mixing, I'm not just mixing left and right, I was already doing that. I'm not just mixing pairs of socks. Now I'm mixing who the socks are for, because I'm sharing them amongst the family. Right. I mean, and as soon as Shepherd's foot is big enough, we're, all gonna be wearing the same socks, and if I can get my wife to just wear my socks too, we could all be wearing the same socks. She is three feet shorter than you. <laughs> How much
0: shorter is her foot than yours? It's, her sock, your sock—it's significant. You're no so shock, I can't say it would go all the way to her to her th- knee. <laughs> but you know what? It would make your life simpler. Yeah. Ha! But okay. But what? What about other things? Because I, they, why is Jesse wearing stockings all of a sudden all the time? What
1: else have you lost of significance in the past, let's say, year? <sighs> Serious, You're really digging deep for this one.
0: I'm trying to think of something else that I've lost. You lose things all the time, but then I find them usually. Like I, I lose things that are really important to me. And so I, everything has to stop and I have to find it right then like keys, wallet, ID, credit card, middle child. You know, it's like mm. things that okay, this is serious. Um I I I really can't think of anything else that I've lost that would be in that box at the end of my life. Do you I mean, do you have something else that you've lost? No, yeah. So interestingly,
1: uh I don't lose Wallet keys. I mean, I'm not saying I don't misplace it from time to time, and and, to, and, and I do and now, and I do have the tile because the tile was a sponsor, so I, I, I've got the tile on my keys in my wallet. Uh, but my phone, my keys in my wallet. Ninety nine days out of a hundred, when I'm leaving, I just I, I know where they're at. Even if and I don't even leave them in the same place. It's just I, there's a couple of places that I might leave things. I don't really so lose then, those kinds of well things.
0: So then, what have you lost? Recently? Um, what are you looking for?
1: I lose. Sunglasses. Now, you don't lose sunglasses. You have prescription sunglasses and they're super yeah. expensive and you wear them religiously. I have like cheap, multiple pairs of yeah. cheap, you know, less than $20 sunglasses. And, but the, I did have a pair of those Ray Bans that folded up into a square, which was unnecessary, I will say. Um, who needs it to be a square, really? But I
0: lost those. You know why? because they fold it up yeah, into a square. It's half the size. They need to, whenever you take them off, they need to expand to the size of like a unfurled flag. That's what they really have needed to be. Uh, I. It's just anything
1: that's not a part of my routine is susceptible to being lost. Um, But I can't think of anything, I, I did, you know, well, I lost my phone last year, first ever phone. I've never had a phone break. And I've never lost a phone in you know ten years of, or however many years it's been longer than that of cell phone use. Uh, but you know the story of I think I told it on the podcast of having the phone fall out of my pocket while skiing <laughs> at, at Sundance, and then, um, but I didn't I technically didn't lose it because I could locate it with Find My iPhone on like. For the next three weeks, because it was so cold, and the you battery were separated from it, but you didn't lose it. Is that
0: what you're saying? Yeah, but I lost it because I never got it. Um, I just don't. I just don't know why. Even if, even if you were prone to lose things that were important to you, like if if they showed up when you, on your deathbed in a box, that would just be very frustrating. Uh, no, that would be horrible, you, wouldn't you, it?
1: No, no. I actually think this is a beautiful
0: proposition. Really? Because I think it's like I think if it, man, I even I I finally gave up on that. It's like well, you know, and then you know the box is coming. when You're dying. It's like man, I can't find this, and I know it's going to show up to thumb its nose at me when I'm when I'm dying. Well, I wasn't picturing it
1: like that. Like it was that everyone knows that there's this box that's brought to you. I w- what I was saying is that if I was about to die, and somebody was like. Rhett, we have this box, this you know, magical box because this box really can't exist. But it's everything that you
0: ever lost. It's mostly socks, but dig <laughs> through those and you'll get to something important. I think that it would be like it would be a way to
1: like it would be like a interesting anti catalogue of my life because I'd be like, Oh yeah, I remember that thing. From this point, I think it would be amazing. I would love that. It, I mean, and then you'd be like, "I didn't even know I lost that."
0: Well, I just forgot think. I just, I forgot to think about it for a while. Well, you know, let let me. I do remember something that I lost and then I found. And I'm gonna, ru- I'm gonna run it through the grid of how I felt and see if maybe you're right about this box, even if it is the end of your life and you're dying. I know what you're gonna talk about right now. Um, I was because I'm actually driving the FJ. This week because the car's in the shop, Chrissy's got to drive. Her car's in the shop, got to drive my car. So then I'm driving the FJ because you don't drive it, you don't need it every day. So I've been driving that thing, and it reminded me that last time I was driving that thing for a long time, um, it wouldn't the the gear stick wouldn't work, right? And then I gave it back to you, and you're like, gear shift won't work, and, uh. Eventually, you got upset because it would go into drive and would go into park, but it wouldn't go into like the lower drive gears, right? Like it wouldn't go into like drive three, two, or one, like if you wanted to downshift manually. It was very difficult. Which I, which by the way, I do a lot, like driving in the hills and stuff. Of course, I like downshift. I like to use the transmission to slow down, not the brakes. That is a good. According Every, to Car Talk, that's a good thing to well, do. Well, everyone should be doing that. You could ruin your brakes in one downhill descent. Yeah, everybody should do that's that. That's redundant. Um but you couldn't for some reason you couldn't do that the gear shift thing was broken and but i didn't fix it it's, it's your responsibility now thanks so then you took it in and uh i mean you can tell the story right they came back to you and and told you what was wrong with it you remember
1: oh yeah but I oh you don't
0: yeah so this isn't the story you thought i was going to tell so you no could, no no yeah okay i no i yeah i so remember then, now but so i then, don't remember what it was well you came up to me and uh, you put something in my hand, and it was. you were like, "This is yours, isn't it?" And I'm like, "Yeah, that's my that's my Leatherman tool. It's a it's a knife with all this. Uh, it's like a Swiss Army knife, but it's you know it's bigger." Yeah. And and uh, I was like, "Dang, I bet I lost that." And you're like, "Well, the mechanic found it inside of the transmission of the FJ, and it had it had lodged down in there." Uh, you well, know, it didn't make
1: it all the way to the transmission, but it was to the gear shift. It was in the housing,
0: and it literally wouldn't let the gear shift go. And I was like, "That's where that thing went." I remember putting it down next to the gear shift. And it, well, and it's amazing because, you know, there's like this,
1: and I felt very small, like little slit that like the the well, gear shift hand travels through. Yeah,
0: but there's like a little, there's like a leather thing that goes around the hole and like goes up and, and like it, it snugs was loose. up on the gear shift. It, it, it was a little bit loose. And it had snuck under there and like gone in, into the upside down. Um, but when I got that thing back, I was like, man, this is great because I put this in the, the upper cup holder of my car so that then it's a makeshift platform to then p- set my phone on perfectly so I kinda look at use my phone as a GPS. And with that, it's been gone for the past month. I can't see the bottom half of my GPS in the holder. And I was really bummed out about that. Because of course, I'm not allowed to use the actual knife part of my knife. I just use it as a platform for right. for my phone. So I was pretty pumped to get that thing back. I'm sorry that it cost you some money to fix your uh <laughs> your gear shift, but totally worth it from my perspective. So And which I think goes But by- I wasn't dying. If I was dying, I was like, man, I'd rather not know that this thing was gone that whole time. You wouldn't even remember it, but yeah, you probably wouldn't even remember it at that point if you, when you were dying. What did you think I was going to say that I lost? Oh, I
1: thought you were going to talk about the blood oath. Be- oh
0: yeah, that. Oh, I would love because to get that. that that's back. the
1: perfect thing. So I, you know, the story we did a blood oath in middle school, uh, saying that we were going to grow up together and create things together. It happened.
0: It worked. The blood oath worked. We wrote a contract on on a piece of paper, or two different pieces of paper, and we said we will, something to the effect of, we will create something together. We're gonna like work together to create something. And it it was very nebulous because we didn't know what that would be or whatever.
1: We cut our palms with rocks, sharp rocks.
0: And then we smeared our blood on the two. We didn't actually, I don't know if we actually shook
1: hands. We did, I don't think. It was more about taking blood and putting it on a sign, sheet of paper. It was signing it. And like I, there was my blood and your blood on each piece of paper and we each had a copy. And you immediately lost yours. No I lost, I mean I probably lost mine. I probably put mine in my desk with a bunch of other stuff but
0: you kept yours in your wallet until what age? College. No. Um, high school. High school, I was definitely 16 because I was driving and I was like, uh, I remember the last, pl- I'd lo- I lost my wallet It was at that party at Trent Hamilton's house when his parents went out of town. Oh, I remember that night. And then I had lost my wallet there, and then when when I eventually found my wallet, it wasn't in there, and or like, it's very fuzzy, but I remember that I recovered the wallet, but the thing wasn't in it, or I realized that at some point it was no longer in it and that I had lost it, the oath. I'd love to have that back. Yeah, see, you'd love to have that, and you'd love to have it on your deathbed. It it would be that would be a good moment to say, "Wow, that's like a, um, it's like a time capsule moment." Yeah, it's ironic that something's so important to you you could still lose. So then, when you you know, even when you're dying, you could be glad to see it. Well,
1: the first part of the question, you know, what happens to all that stuff? And I think that your Leatherman story illustrates this is that there's a perfectly logical explanation for everything that you've ever lost, right? So it isn't like anything that you've ever lost was like a leprechaun took it from you. Like that's, it, that's not the kind of thing that happens, right? It, it's, it, there's a sort of like, Probably uh, not. I can't, of course that's where the thing is. Of course that's where the sock is. Of course that's where the oath is. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's that one crevice that you just haven't creased. But it's amazing how often, even though it's 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 obvious where these things end up most likely, how often it still happens. It's just. But I think you'd I think the explanation to the first part of your question mark would just be kind of like, oh, yeah, that's what happened to it. Boring, you know what I mean. Slip through the freaking
0: crack in the gear shift. Do you remember about a Boring. year a year ago there was that I think this was on Twitter, there was the the person who found her um elderly mother's wedding ring, like diamond ring was lost in like the backyard and then it they were pulling up Carrots in the garden, and they pulled up a carrot, and it had a freaking ring, and it around had it. her freaking. It had it had grown through the wedding ring, and you could like see that it was it, the carrot was bigger on either side of the wedding ring. It was like you know if if a just like if a tree grows around a barbed bar fence, that's what it looked like. Yeah. Um. I mean many years later. I don't think it was, it, might, it was much more than And a that U.S. perfectly but, proves the point.
1: The losing was unspectacular. The losing was it, fell off while gardening, went into the grass. But the finding was spectacular. Plucking a
0: carrot out of the ground.
1: And that's like, that's kinda what the box at the
0: end of your life represents. But, but, but yeah, and, and to take the analogy further, that carrot had to die for her to get that ring back. Mm. So, you think they ate it? You know,
1: you the think ring? They eat the carrot to get to the ring? Definitely.
0: They, they, they boiled it. That's how they prepared it.
1: I could have but, picked a better way. But I, ultimately, ultimately, the, the, the goal should be to get to a place where it doesn't matter if you lose things, where you're not attached to any material object to the extent where you care what happens to it. Well, it's interesting isn't because isn't that
0: the ultimate goal? On a philosophical level, on like a on like a wellness level, yeah. To recognize that, okay, even okay,
1: let's take our wedding rings right right now. Okay, there's sentimental value attached to our wedding rings. There is significantly more sentimental value attached to your wedding ring, not because your marriage is more sentimental than mine, but because <laughs> I had this ring. Made yeah for me and 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 for my marriage. So it's as old as my marriage, right? In this form, I'm sure that the elements in it are much older. But, but your ring,
0: but mine is my grandfather, my papa Clyde, uh, who passed away in 1998. Uh, this is his wedding ring when he married my nanny, who I guess uh, two podcasts ago I told you about visiting her over the holidays. I thought you just said Tupac. Two podcasts ago, uh-huh. who Tupac was very good friends with. <laughs> it's like, where's this going? <laughs> <laughs> who Tupac dedicated Tupac, many of his yeah. raps to, my, <laughs> my nanny and my, my, my papa Clyde. So this is Clyde's wedding ring, um, and then when he passed away, Christy and I had just started dating and that was one of the first times she met my family was coming to the funeral. Like meeting like, uh, I don't know, it might have been the first time she met Nanny. I don't, I'll have to either, ask her. Well, either but, way. I, that's beside the, the point. The, the, point the is ring I is got, incredibly valuable. Yeah, it's his and, and, and the, it's his wedding ring. And the way, that, and you, and the way that you,
1: you fidget with your ring a lot more than I do, you take your freaking ring off all the time. Yeah, and could, I've seen you
0: drop it in weird places. Yeah, I drop it. I've drop. I drop it in meetings on a weekly basis. But, but, I could it could it could stroll down a, a sewer grate at any moment. But let's explore for a moment. That would be
1: horrifying to me. What is it like?
0: Materially speaking,
1: is your ring more valuable? You so so what I'm saying so like the, the it's the value of your ring is in. Obviously, it's in the intrinsic value of the metals or whatever, but the value that you've attached to it that gives it more value value than mine. The sentimental value is a value that exists in your mind. It's just a value that exists in your mind, right? So, I'm not saying that it's not significant. I'm not trying to downplay it, right? I I really want to I really want to explore this because yeah, yeah, yeah what is that value made of, like legitimately? Is it not true that that value is very simply a neural pathway in your mind that uh, is connected to your grandfather? And so basically, there's a certain collection of neurons in your brain that fire in a certain pattern, I don't know how the brain works, Uh, and it's. All the value that you attach to this physical object that you wear around your one specific finger that has been chosen for by our culture to signify that you're married, you've attached extra value to that because of whose it was, whose other finger it was on. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing, I'm just saying that is it ultimately a good thing that we have the capacity to a, to attach that much value to it. And what it, what does that even mean? What is
0: that even real value? Well, and let me tell you another quick story. Tell me another in story. In order to explore this further because it has a it has a twist ending, which will I think bring up a a related question. Maybe answer your question. Night before last, uh Christy relayed what she had done and what had happened um she said she was cleaning out drawers in the in the dining room, uh which is something that christy and i it's a hobby of both of ours, like to clean out drawers and she said, "I found the the handwritten log from last year when Lily was just out of her back surgery and she was recovering, and we had to log all of the medication she was taking to take it at the proper times." And also how much food she was eating because she had she had to gain weight, and she had complications associated with the surgery that meant that she had to you know we had to get more calories in her, um, for reasons that aren't I don't need to go into. But anyway, um, so this basically one sheet of paper was an artifact from that moment in Lily's life when you know. It was a big test for her. So uh, Lily was at school, Christy said, I went into her room and I put it on her bed and I put a note on it that said, um, just in case you've forgotten how strong you are because she was talking about how she was having some challenges at school or whatever. Just look at this. And then it was that that she attached the note to that lock. And then uh, Christy says, "Um, and so Lily got home and you know, it was it, it meant a lot to her to get that and it was very sweet and she said, So, um, of course, I think what I'm gonna do, and this is Christy talking, of course, I think what I'm gonna do now is I'm just gonna take a picture of the log and then throw it away. <laughs> uh and I, and I was like I was shocked that she said that. But it's it's interesting, right? I that think she's on the right track. She's transferring it to the cloud. Now, if you could transfer that to a locket and wear it around your neck, maybe that's, I'm gonna make, there, there's two different things going on here. It's like, the the wedding band is something that's on your person, like this is, like when I get naked, I st- I'm still wearing this. Good. You know, uh, <laughs> which, yeah, it's good for like a number of reasons because it's a wedding band. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, if it were, if she was gonna like burn that, 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 thing and then put the ashes in a locket and carry it around around her neck as a symbol of uh her own inner yeah. strength. That could be meaningful, but just having a sheet of paper that you're going to shove in a drawer and then maybe lose or or you know, it's going to like deteriorate or something. You might as well digitize it so in the event of a fire, you're not running trying to find it. Um so I I think that's the threshold. If you can't Carry it on your person, even when you're naked. <laughs> I think then you should move it to the cloud. Like well, I can uh, carry a I can carry a a note while naked. I mean, I'm pretty sure I could do that without the use of your hands. I think that's I see, can find a place. Because I are we closer to answering your question, which was Yeah, yeah, yeah. you you are you're, you're all over it, right? Because.
1: Basically, what Christy is doing when she says that she's going to take a picture of this is she's saying that the thing that is valuable is the particular arrangement of that information, right? Um, which can be captured digitally, uh, and I- at some point could even be recreated physically or like through all a three D printer.
0: All the pictures that we scan to put in our book now that they're A in our book and then B yeah, scanned, Yeah, I don't. I, it, to me, there like no that s- box of artifacts in our office. We now, could lose it because it's been archived. could burn it. You could just soon as burn it, but now?
1: you're, ta- you're ta- actually you're talking about two very very interesting things, right? Which there's there's a there's another podcast in this whole this whole thing, but and, and we, we can't talk about it forever. But the first thing you're talking about is um, just what is it that we're attaching the value to, like because is, and then the second part is what is attached to value because it kind of goes back to this the the conversation that we had. Um, you know, uh, shout out to the Red MC Twitter. I, t- <laughs> I use and I don't shout out to the Twitter very much. I mean, I, I really don't. So I mean, you gotta give me a chance. Uh, I tweeted, I told you about that, re- the restaurant experience I had at Dialogue Restaurant in uh, in Los Angeles. Uh, and it was this, it was a gift uh, for my in-laws to go to this incredible restaurant Uh, that was like a 12 course meal and the chef was.
0: 12 course meal.
1: Absolutely amazing and I told you about the story. The story associated with every dish, right? Yeah. And the fact that he had certain albums playing while you were eating in this restaurant and he said I'm specifically playing albums that really make sense as an album uh, in fact, some of these albums, like he, he he referenced one of the Roots albums, and he was like, this is actually not that great of an album if you listen to it on shuffle. Because it's the, actually the arrangement of the songs and the story that they tell and the and the order that they tell them that is where the beauty in the album is. And so he said, that's specifically the way that I've arranged this meal. So I told you the fascinating thing about this is that in every course in the meal, uh, there was a piece there was an ingredient from the previous course that was looking back to the past and there was an ingredient from the future course, the next course that was looking to the future. So it was linked, it and all so bridged. Everything was linked together. And then there was even things on top of that like, this This particular one is inspired by this painting and there's the painting and the painting was up in the restaurant and he would point to it and we had the great, we were at the bar, we could see him make these dishes and one of the most incredible meal experiences of my life. Now. If you just isolated one of those dishes and just brought it out and ate it, I'd be like, this is an incredible meal. But, I you know, a Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich is an incredible meal. I mean, the flavor combination in a Chick-fil-A, chick-fil-a chicken sandwich, it doesn't get much better than that. A piece of pizza from a fine pizza establishment, it doesn't get much better than that in terms of flavor in your mouth, right? But the story connected with a piece of pizza is that, well, it's from this restaurant, they make it all, but the story connected to any particular course in this meal that I was having, the value add from my brain to the meal experience that I was having that then impacted the physical sensation that was actually taking place in my mouth, which was then sending more signals back to my brain, which enhanced the whole experience. That's that's humanity. That's. That's how we interact with life. We're constantly attaching value to just arrangements of atoms, right? And I'm not saying that there is. Or ones and zeros. I mean, first of all, we can't help it. We're programmed to do this, right? Our bodies are designed to, uh, to work in a particular environment, an environment that we're actually not in right now, an environment that we used to be in. You know We're we're stone-age hardware running modern-day software. And we can't help but attach value to things because there's an adaptive advantage to attaching value to things, things that are significant to us. But I think one of our challenges is not to say, okay, you should think that your ring is, you should just take a picture of your ring and flush it down the toilet. I'm not saying that you should do that, but wouldn't it be a healthier place mentally and emotionally if you could do that without any real regret? And you may say that's a I, I, that's a, not a life worth living. And I do, but you'll never get to that point because you're a human. and You can't just deny your humanity. But what steps can we take? Where and your ring is a bad example because that ring is not a vice. It's it's a beautiful memory of your grandfather and a beautiful symbol of your love for your wife. And so there's a lot of there there is it symbolizes things that have meaning way beyond the metal, right? But we attach value and significance to a, think, to a lot of
0: things that don't matter and actually don't sim- symbolize things that have any real I meaning. Know. I, I know, I think you're just, um, you're construing possessions with, and like knickknacks with keepsakes. But, I the mean, I think. St- but the thing that makes that value is the story that you've attached to it. Yeah, but it was there, man. It was just like, you know, if 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 I if I reached under this table and pull out Abraham Lincoln's top hat. Like, that would be Don't a magical moment. Don't get me wrong. Moment. I would be like, "You know what? I
1: just It I would mean it. so much. I, I I yeah, it would mean so much to me if you had Abraham Lincoln's top hat. I would think it was super cool. I'm just saying that
0: whereas it can be a super cool thing, there's probably a lot of um like the actual, like, I mean, they, they keep the Constitution under, under. they suck it down in a vault every night and then they pick it up in the elevator so people can come gawk at it under close supervision because it's like, and if we it was there, and man. If, well, and if we didn't have the ability, again, because this is the thing that,
1: interestingly, you know, an animal, an animal other than the human animal, doesn't have the capacity to attach sentimental value Two things to to the degree that we do, right? I mean, obviously, you, uh, Coco, the sign language gorilla. I'm sure that <laughs> she, she. In fact, I think she had some possessions that meant a lot to her. I'm not saying that yeah. they, they don't have the capacity, but not nearly the capacity that we do. And then you talk about robots, and when are they going to become indiscernible from us? And are they going to have the ability? Like cause we're, that's one of the things we do. We're just constantly attaching value, and we're going to attach value to the robots. Because we're going to tell ourselves a story about them, and once we have the story straight, that robot is going to be just as significant as a person, and we're going to be like, "This is my best friend." Yeah, he's a robot, but who cares? But is that robot going to feel the same way? Is it going to have Are we going to have to program that robot with the capacity to tell itself lies and tell itself stories about things in order to have to, to for there to be significance in its life? Oh, that's the question, Link. That's the question tonight.
0: Maybe. I just, I think it's, I think it's undeniably healthy to have a few real things in like the real hard world that you can touch and feel and taste if you need to, in order to maintain a connection with something meaningful but don't take it too far and then if you lose it just move on it'll come back in a box on your deathbed
1: and shouldn't you throw that as soon as you had the technology to throw that wedding ring into a in, into a 3d copier
0: should you do it nope because the one thing that's valuable about it is the one part that can't be can't be it, it can't be conveyed it's, it's that this one this particular thing was wrapped around his finger now it's wrapped around my finger so if, and a replica of it would be a replica okay i mean you buy those you buy replicas in the in the museum gift shop so what if somebody took me no what
1: if somebody took one of your children and it's put them in a, a person in a gift. and it, it. and put them in a 3d in a 3d copier and made a perfect copy of your child Everything was intact, memories, everything, exactly the same, and then they killed the, the original child. <laughs> Would you? What kind of value would you associate? Would you say, "Oh, I can't, I can't love this new child," even though it would be like Lando saying, "Daddy, it's just me, Lando." God, I mean, <laughs> at, at least make it about do- the dogs, man. That's horrifying. I, okay, but it's a legitimate question, man. Okay, Jade, Jade, and I'm not talking about a clone because a clone is a separate being. I'm saying, legitimately, like copy. Like there's some technology that. Organizes all the matter in exactly the same way, and then kills the existing thing. And like, well, I mean, what kind of value would you be like? Yeah, that's jade
0: too. It's just a yeah. I I could I could conduct a relationship, and ultimately, for the most part, it would it would be the same moving forward. But it doesn't have the same it's, again. It's just a, a a keepsake and a relationship are just different things. The apples and oranges. I think it's just a. But you have relationships with keepsakes. They represent. No, no, you don't. It's not a relationship. It's a. But it's all about the story. It's a tangible nostalgia.
1: I'm going to steal your ring, and you're going to think you lost it. And then at the end of your life, I'm going to give you a box, and the only thing that's going to be in there is that wedding ring. Okay. And I'll say, you remember that question that that dude asked us that one time on your Biscuits? That's why I did this. It was a big experiment to teach you a lesson and then to give you a special present at the end of your life.
0: Well listen, I'll, I'll commit to thinking about it some, but let me sleep on it. I'm kinda sleepy at this point. <laughs> I'm resorting to saying, hey, can we end this podcast? I'm kinda I'm, sleepy. I'm sleepy. <laughs> I just don't uh but i'll you know i'll i'll uh I'll twinkle with my ring and I'll think about it <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> and you know what you think about it too let us know what you think we'll speak at you this time next week is that a deal?